0: Welcome to another episode of Trends of the Nerds. Uh, I am here, joined by Alex today. Uh, Alex, thank you so much for uh, joining me. Uh, We uh, we got some exciting news. Uh, uh, We got a bunch of new like movie trailers. We just got the Dune trailer that dropped, I think yesterday, Uh, and we got the new TV shows like The Boys uh, announcement of The Mandalorian season two. These are some of the things we're gonna be talking about today. Uh, I took a little bit of a break from the channel, and I'm back again. I'm going to be doing much more episodes, so please stay tuned for that. As always, if you like what you see, if you want more of these, uh, like and share the video, subscribe to the channel when I hit 100 subscribers pretty soon, and, you know, and also always give your feedback. If you don't like something, if you do love something, I'll try to do less or more of whatever you like or hate. So, yeah, uh, we'll just, you know what, we'll just get to know Alex a bit more. Alex, you uh, know what, tell us, like, tell us what you like to watch or what are your favorite movies, mm-hmm. TV shows, whatever. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Words, yeah. Um, well, I, I binge watch a lot of everything. I try to keep everything balanced. Um, I do, like, uh, more of the sci-fi stuff, right? Um, I'm a bit of a nerd in that sense. Um, but I do like to watch a lot of horror stuff as well. Um, I'm very nitpicky with my action stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff but yeah I do actually consume a lot I'm actually like quite a binger okay that's good yeah, yeah.
0: so oh, whoa, 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 what what is like some of your favorite horror movies
1: <laughs> well my favorite horror movies now I know it's, most people are gonna hate this especially <laughs> the purists but <laughs> I do actually appreciate like the newer stuff by James Wan okay. and Right, okay. so I mean, I did watch the earlier stuff uh back from like when, when I was like in primary school, like uh, the Jason, the Friday series, but then uh, a little bit of that magic, I guess, got broken when I actually went back and rewatched it. <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> and then I just like I started to notice. I mean, with like technology nowadays, right? You really start to see the flaws and like and you know, all, like you know. The I, mean,
0: I I actually made it a point to go back and watch those movies that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid just to say oh man yeah. these movies can't hurt me anymore but there are some yeah. movies like uh, ex- for example Jeepers Creepers I don't know like if I watch the movies, uh, if I still yeah. watch that movie today, it still creeps me out. Hence, also the yeah. name, I guess. But yeah, it just, I watch the movie, I have trouble sleeping at night. It's like I can't get away <laughs> from that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd say I I, I love I, I love horror movies, but nowadays I think horror movies are so subjective. There's like, uh-huh. I know it it just hits different nowadays. You know, from yeah. back when well the slasher slasher horror days, now it's. Uh, uh-huh. It's much more of a slow burn nowadays. Like some horror movies just like yeah. take so much time to get going. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the last, uh, oh, okay, well, the last horror movie I saw was It Chapter 2. But before that, the, have you seen The Invisible Man that came out? The recent one? Uh, th- yes, I did. I did. I did. I, I, uh, uh, yeah, That was actually the last movie uh, me and my brother went and watched in the cinema before it shut down. Yeah. So that was the last movie was in cinema and that movie was so good. I'm not I like it, it like it uh, no it's uh, like uh, specifically like it's supposed to be like a thriller movie but that movie mm-hmm. is a horror movie the way they yeah, yeah. the way they shoot the scenes the sounds and uh, it's mm-hmm. a great movie watch it if you haven't uh anyway mm-hmm. like so, so let's uh, that's a bit of taste what uh Alex likes so let's uh, jump into uh you know let's talk about the boys the boys uh, season mm-hmm. two released Three episodes last week of their season yeah. two and I think the next episode is supposed to be coming out later tonight or uh tomorrow and they're gonna be doing one episodes a week uh, Amazon Prime is so yeah first of all let's talk about the first season and also uh mm-hmm. spoiler alert for season one we're gonna be talking about season one I want to keep it light yeah. on season two because it just came out so I won't spoil mm-hmm. season two for you so, yeah, uh, Alex, like, you can go into full spoilers. I've said it before, full spoilers <laughs> for season one. So, Alex, like, what did you think? Have you seen... First of all, you have seen yeah. The Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what yeah. did you think about season one?
1: Well, well, actually, when I saw first, like, when the first season one trailer came out, and I saw, like, a Butcher, you know, he's, like, saying, like, um you know, superheroes, like there's collateral damage mm-hmm. and, you know, there's people out there that get hurt when they, you know, do the superhero antics. When I first saw the trailer, I thought like, you know, that's a really interesting thing. I mean, it's gotta happen, right? Mm-hmm. With all these massive battles that uh, take place, like obviously other people are gonna get hurt. And I like sort of like, you know, the, the angle they took on it, right? So I like, you know, the, the people, you know, the small people that get trampled on and sometimes yeah. they want a little bit of revenge these superheroes are
0: basically like employees of a multi-billion dollar corporation right they have like yeah. they all they have like pr agents they have schedules yeah. they're making movies it's it's not your mm-hmm. it's not your regular superman uh, spider-man superhero who have their secret identities and like yeah. these people want to become heroes they want to be out there they want to actually uh, join this superhero group called the seven so you can think uh-huh. of the seven as like uh, Avengers or like the Justice League they, these are the elite uh-huh. group of heroes and if you make it you're like at the top and yeah. it was uh I just I just meant like if see, watching season one even watching season two I love just it it's almost satire of our current society and like yeah, uh, yeah. just just like a parody of what America is really like and and yeah. it's kind of scary if superheroes did exist. It actually would be yeah. like how the boys is. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's such intriguing. And it's such a yeah. different take on superheroes because there was a time when people, when the, at least the boys came out, there was a time like, oh man, superheroes are everywhere. You got them in TV shows now, you got them in video games, the movies uh-huh. especially. And they were like, oh, there's superhero fatigue. I think The Boys is a great, uh, you know, it just separates itself from everything else. Yeah. It's just, I, 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 I really like season one. Uh, so let's mm-hmm. talk about what, one of the biggest characters in uh, uh, The Boys, Homelander. Yep. What do you think of The Homelander, Alex? Homelander.
1: <laughs> Homelander was, I think Homelander, at first glance, he is sort of like, well, the, the public perception of him, right? he's like he's like this you know cookie cutter Mm -hmm. superhero he's sort of like i mean basically sort of like you know the superman character you know he's always good very pg you know Mm -hmm. you know he's always got a smile on very positive but then he has like these layers to him (laughs) that it's quite scary especially like if you just like notice the way like Mm -hmm. you know but things don't go to plan he has like this awkward smile on his face like I've always
0: found that like really creepy. Oh man, pretty. yeah. Uh, the the actor, uh, damn, I'm forgetting his name. Um, sorry, the actor that plays Homelander, he's just like subtle, just subtle, just facial features. Like you can you can almost like you can almost know what he's thinking just by his yeah. facial movements, his look. And it, so with him being like a like uh, not a carbon copy, like an archetype of Superman. So he's the strongest mm-hmm. superhero there is in mm-hmm. this world that's what the show sets up and he could kill uh as many people as he wants he can go or take out the president of the united states or like whatever like mm-hmm. he's scary and uh i've actually i've actually when the show came out after season one i went and read all the comics for the boys and the show i can say like it deviates uh it has it has the backbone of the comics but it, the show really does take liberties and I think that's actually a good thing it really does mm-hmm. keep the show much fresh like uh, the butcher like his character is actually much more unlikable in the comics than it is here because I, <laughs> I, I really find uh, I really find Carl Urban a great actor I like watching him mm-hmm. watch watch Dread if you haven't he's like yeah deserved a sequel so like i, I really like carl Urban and he has this charisma and man he's just killing it as butcher he's just you know he comes oh. in the scene he owns it just like homelander owns the scene he comes in the scene he, yeah. he takes that scene so so yeah the comics uh i won't spoil the comics <laughs> because i'm pretty sure the show will take uh take uh you know take some more stuff from the comics but the comics are they are the comics are just as messed up as the show is and and I think the show kind of benefits sometimes from just the gore and just the things you don't think of. Because, man, in any scene, they could do something and you're like, like it's, nothing is off limits for them. Like, nothing. And I think yeah, that's it, one of the it, shows
1: stronger, Yeah, It's really shocking. I mean, even just the opening scene where um, A-Train oh, yeah. just runs into his girlfriend. I mean... I mean, you don't think about it, but then you think, like, you know, that could happen. Like, what if the Flash was just, like, running somewhere, and then someone was in his way, you know? Yeah. would just, uh, like, go straight through them.
0: It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good, I think it's the perfect opening, actually. It is, it's just, like, this is, this is not the show, if you thought it was some kind of good superhero show, this is not it. They just, they no. said, they set the tone in the first 10 minutes. And you know, like, okay, this this is this is gonna be a ride, and it's gonna make you very very uncomfortable <laughs> many yeah, many yeah. times. So, and yeah, you're right. You know, it's you brought up the Flash in this all uh, TV shows, movies, whatever. It's like you see you see Superman or like Flash carry people like the speed of light, and like if if the Flash actually picks up and carries someone, that person is just gonna just ugh, it's like skin will come off their face when it when it's yeah. going that fast. And I think that's that's such a, that's such a uh, good comparison because I remember the the airplane scene where they go to, uh, Homelander and mm. Maeve go to take out the terrorists but they end up damaging the plane and, oh, yeah, and, and yeah. Maeve is asking Homelander to uh, lift up the plane or like do something. And like Homelander is yeah, yeah. like, he's like, if I go, if I, I have nothing to stand on and if I go, if I like, you know, if he flies down and tries to push yeah. the plane up and he's like, I'll just go through this plane. And it was like, yeah, like, yeah, like, uh, like holy <laughs> shit, like, how, how, how would you say this people? Right? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it actually makes sense. And, yeah, and Homelander being the uh, absolute, like, villain, like, mastermind mm. villain that he is, like, uh, he's also a man-child, like, like, he's yeah. very emotional, but, but he's been raised in such a way that he's always thinking about himself and his motives mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, you know, oh, man. I think Homeland is such a such a good villain. And that's what every show yeah. needs. A show always needs a really good villain. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, props, props the boys. Anything yeah, you want to call out from your favorite moments from the show?
1: I think my favorite moments from the show was just I think, like you said earlier, it's sort of like a satire. Like, you know, I like how the whole superhero thing of this is like it's like control like a company, right? Mm-hmm. So they got the PR department, they got, they do photo shoots, right? They go out for like, they do ads on TV and stuff. It's so a business. Like, it's a business, yeah. right? They really yeah. build up this brand of theirs, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, I was thinking like, you know, if two players did, like, actually were a thing, like, it would make sense that, like, these large corporations would, like, want to capitalize on it, of right? Of course. Where the branding, <laughs> where like with the branding, I'm right? sure, like, yeah. And like, just, just thinking about it, like, um, I was reading this, uh, um, I don't no, I was, I was reading I was reading this comic a while back and it was of Spider Man. And I was reading it, then I kind of stopped reading and I was thinking, like, oh, damn, Peter Parker needs a break, like, he's broke all the time, <laughs> like, you know, he's always rushing, like, he can't afford a place for his Aunt May. I'm like, thinking, like, if I was Spider Man, I had all these powers. I mean, I would, like, take a little leeway sometimes, you know, just to help a brother out, you know, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not the good, good thing to do, but, like, it's, you know, I think a superhero on his own, he's going to be doing it on his own. Either, he's, either you're Batman who can afford everything, mm. it's going to be, like, you're going to be, like, very low budget, you know? You can't afford, like, the good costumes, you can't afford, like, All the property damage that happens, like, you know, people don't sue you for that. Who takes responsibility,
0: (laughs) right? Like Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Yeah. uh, I remember the first I think the freshman release I remember was a Fantastic Four when uh, they get their powers and uh, Johnny Mm -hmm. Storm Johnny Storm shows up with a new costume and he has all these logos of different companies on his and (laughs) he's like, Oh, I was he was like, Oh, because Johnny Storm was like campy, right? Oh, I was just advertising and Honestly, if yeah. your superheroes didn't exist, oh man, branding deals, advertisements, like that's the world we live in now. And the way the boys yeah. uses that to, to create this very scary, like almost surreal world is like, yeah. oh. and, and filling them with the superhero archetypes, like from comics and characters oh. that have existed for over 50, 60 years. And then making them, you yeah. know what? These powers are like dangerous and it's showing mm-hmm. us the perspective of just normal human beings like the boys the boys are mm-hmm. no, the boys are just uh, people who who have been affected by uh, the soups as they call the superheroes mm-hmm. and it's showing them like they're taking the, on these superheroes but when in they when they in the presence of a superhero they are so damn terrified yeah. it's like yeah. actual fear because they are humans and these soups are super power human beings that could absolutely Mm -hmm. kill them, like, like, and without remorse, because these people, these superheroes have been led in this, uh, almost an ego of like, they are better than the, uh, better than normal humans, and that they are of a higher power, and it's just so scary. And this show just doesn't play on the corporate nature, it plays on religion, you know, it, mm-hmm. it takes you places and it's not scared of taking you to these places. And I think it's very yeah. bold. And I think it's, uh, you know, Amazon Prime has been trying to compete with Netflix for a long time. And I think this is has been like, besides a lot of the Rings series they're working on, I think The Boys is like, they're like top tier of the show that they are really Stand pushing. Show. Yeah, yeah, really. Because uh, budget wise, it's not easy to do a superhero show unless you just have them just talking to people <laughs> all the time. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, season, season one was actually... Uh, a pretty light on action like it felt mm-hmm. but, it, but it was it, it was setting up a story and I think season one is, is pretty good where they go and if, like season two like I can say that the first three episodes they released a lot more action I would say than mm-hmm. the first three episodes of the first season so uh, yeah um, uh, season two is three episodes mm-hmm. is out and they're gonna be releasing episode by episode every week now uh, the mm-hmm. story is season uh, season two. If you watch the first three episodes, this I think this season is going to be much, much crazier than season yeah, one. Yeah. I can just like... Yeah. Uh, just so spoiler free, uh, Alex, what did you think of the first three episodes that you watched for season two? Do you like it much more than what you've seen from season one? Or
1: um, Well, I like that they're expanding upon um, Homelander. Mm. And I like how he's... Um, uh, well, in the first season, you kind of see him. He sort of has like this mother figure that you know he tries to please and uh, you know live up to, and you know. But I see that well, spoilers from yes. part one. She dies, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now he's sort of like on his own, right? And yeah. he's sort of like trying to like, uh, you know, try to find someone who's close to him, or at least you know, because like uh, like you said, like he's the only one of his kind, you know. And being that powerful, it comes with sort of like this, um, I don't know, this kind of feeling where I could do whatever I want and no one could do anything about it. There's no
0: shackles on him anymore, yeah. There's
1: no shackles on him, exactly. So, um, But also, I think with the kind of freedom, like I think he also feels sort of like, he feels lonely, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, he's the only one of his kind. He's so powerful. Like, nothing on earth can touch him. But then he's like, he's the only one of his own. Like, he's just him. Yeah. I think so, yeah. season two, yeah, I think they'll expand upon maybe, Uh, yeah, trying to find someone else like him, or at least trying to find an equal.
0: Mm. You know what, but in deep down, I feel like him finding an equal is just going to scare him more than make him feel relaxed, because, you know, oh, yeah. if if it was the third episode, and there's some friction between the seven and the like last scene yeah. of him, so... So, yeah, yeah, I mean, the the what you were going on about Homeland and how it's changed, I think it's for just the whole show is the, the character dynamics have changed for everyone from the boys, yeah. inside the boys, from Butcher and, uh, uh, what is his name? Huey? <laughs> Huey and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. and all of them, Frenchie all of them. The characters that, uh, have changed because of how Butcher kind of like abandoned his squad mates at the end and here we lost faith in the butcher, uh, like lost faith Indeed. with butcher and like you know it's uh it's it's gonna be interesting i think i think there's gonna be a lot of messed up shit happening and i wonder if yeah. the boys are gonna stick together throughout this mess because there's new intrigue new mysteries and a whole lot of blood and go that awaits us oh, in the future wow. episodes. So yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched The Boys, and I don't know why you've been listening to all the spoilers, <laughs> but <laughs> go watch go, go watch The Boys if you haven't. So yeah, uh, yeah. spoilers over. We're gonna uh, move on from The Boys. And, yeah. and another exciting TV show that also came around the time that The Boys was like last fall, which is yeah. The Mandalorian from Disney. The Mandalorian ran for eight episodes and yeah. just like the boys and those episodes were also week by week uh, mm-hmm. when it released and it took the internet by storm with Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda was everywhere. It was everywhere. <laughs> Every episode airs, you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, you go wherever the social media, there's a new picture of Baby Yoda from that episode. And it's everywhere, and it's. I think it sucked so much for the people in UK and Australia, because I think Disney Mm -hmm. Plus wasn't available in those regions, so they literally got spoiled of the whole Baby Yoda thing until I think (laughs) Disney Plus came there a year after or like six months after. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, So that must have sucked. But now, now finally, I think I think now every most people, most regions can watch the mandalorian season two together it's been given a date uh the premiere episode of season two has been given a date of october 30th and yeah. it's gonna also release in the same way week by week basis i'm uh-huh. not sure of the episodes but i'm just gonna guess it's gonna be eight episodes again yeah and i think the season one had a budget of 150 million or around 135 uh-huh. 250 something like that so yeah uh uh i'll speak like i'll go first like i am not a very mm-hmm. big star wars fan i do not know all the lore but last year when star wars had a massive season they had oh. they had the new movie the last movie in that uh, the latest trilogy they did try right, uh the last rise of the skywalker <laughs> rise
1: of the skywalker yeah. right
0: <laughs> yeah. so then the rise of the skywalker then they had a new uh game with uh, which was very well received sold very well but was uh, a Jedi the, uh, Fallen, Order. Yeah. Fallen Order which was really fun I actually played the game really liked the game then I started digging Star Wars because I was never like much of a Star Wars guy so then I actually when I watched I did like the movies with the, actually I only liked The Force Awakens mostly Last Jedi mm-hmm. and the other movie was forgettable for me uh, I really liked the force awakens so I, I started the game got really into it started digging the law started actually understanding what star wars was because before i just did not understand this a space magic bullshit that had going on yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah i, I really like the game the game was so much fun they did such a good job with the story and i was like you know what maybe it's maybe I'll, i'd like to get some some more deep in the law so i actually went back and watched the first the original trilogy with uh, luke skywalker watched all those uh-huh. Didn't watch the prequels. I fell asleep on the first prequel movie. And then I was like, you know I can I can't I can't go with the rest of them. So anyway, anyway, what I was going with. So the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian actually sounded so cool. So this was like Star Wars season. So I was like actually getting into it. And uh, and the first episode of the Mandalorian actually got me excited. Like even if you don't know who baby Yoda is. You do know who Yoda was you like you mm-hmm. if, if you don't follow Star Wars you know these characters you've heard about them so them doing this cool like bounty hunter guy going after like a target but it ends up being a cute little green alien and so mm-hmm. it was uh, you know it was it was just something like got me excited you know like I, I actually want to follow this series I actually want to know what happens mm-hmm. next uh, we'll go into the rest of the season later, but so what was your first thoughts when you watched like the first episode of The Mandalorian?
1: Well, actually, just the build-up of it, I was when it actually first got announced, I was very very excited. I um, um, I think ever since Boba Fett, you know, the first like Mandalorian that people see in the actual movies, you know, he's been like such a standout character and such a cool character. You know, mm-hmm. the, with the helmet and his armor. And I think when I first saw that they were actually like, creating a whole series around, you know, the whole Mandalorians and the lore around them, I was actually very, very excited. I was a bit skeptical at first. I was like, well, I mean, you know, it's, I was, I was thinking like, is this going to be like a hit and miss kind of thing? Mm. Because, you know, so so uh, uh,
0: you're like a big Star Wars guy?
1: Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Okay,
0: Okay, okay. So, so yeah. excitement for you must have been ten times the excitement that I had for it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was very excited, but then I you know I was like, I was thinking, you know, um I'll try to like, you know, manage my expectations of it. And but given that you know it, it, it was Disney, right? So I knew like, okay, so if they had a decent budget behind it, if they had like decent actors behind it, I'm like, they could pull it off. So. I was actually when I actually first watched the first episode, I was actually hooked. Right, there's something about Star Wars; it has its own um, feel to it. Right, it has magic its own, yes, it's aspect, the, it's yeah. it's the Star Wars magic. Yeah, there's something about it, it's it's uh, the music, you know, it's uh, the way it, it's the, its world is built, you know, and I think from the first episode, you actually you actually get that. Right, I mean, even with the old school transitions you know like with the swipes and just like opens i mean like that's like classic star wars and i think they build up the character very well you know i think i hope that's actually something they build up upon especially um actually to explain the story where the mandalorians come from hopefully Mm. that's something they do more in the season two but the first episode you know that badass scene in the bar Where he just like yeah, shoots yeah, yeah, the guy yeah. and pulls him back It's just like yeah, the
0: opening was... yeah. It's just like, oh, like yeah, that was... It literally starts off like a western Wood, a guy walks into a yeah. bar <laughs> And like that's exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: It was like It was set up like Star Wars But then sort of like a western set In a Star Wars you know, mm. universe And I think that was like pretty awesome
0: I mean they, they did say before the show came out That they were going for this western gunslinger mm-hmm. Type of uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, route, route and uh, and as you said, like the first episode ha- actually was, it's one of the best episodes because it actually had the main character that you're curious about. They're like, hey, this is yeah. the main character. You don't know much about him. They don't show his backstory or anything. He's just a bounty yeah. hunter. He collects bounties and, and, you know, like, and that's it. And they, they show show him doing some cool stuff. And, yeah, and yeah. it had a good budget. Disney Plus was just launching; they were launching with this show, and it had uh, quite a big push. Ahead. So it was, it, uh-huh. it, you know, it was a show you just couldn't, you could not stop yourself from getting excited about. It was yeah, something, yeah. and you know, and it also had uh, a good cast. Like uh, it had like a really good cast. I was really ex- excited about Ming Na Wen, as uh, she's she's like no, the mm-hmm. original Mulan, and uh, like uh, voice Mulan, sorry and yeah. she was, she's, I love her in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I was really excited and then also got very disappointed at what happened with the character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the, one of the critiques uh, about yeah. the season was also that it really did sometimes feel disjointed in the middle, middle of the season. I mean it's eight episodes, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. there's just eight, uh, eight episodes and so many, so many minutes in, in one episode mm-hmm. and how so when they did show Baby Yoda, there was like a, or these like usually eight episodes are like TV shows, like the Stranger Things or the Boys, you know, they have a really tight story most times and mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like you're dragging or like filler episodes. But mm-hmm. this actually did have filler episodes in them. And some yeah. were actually quite enjoyable. Some, some really didn't hit the mark it was trying to hit or they just didn't even aim for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, so there was just one of the critics that I had. And from the four episodes, I might actually have only four episodes that I actually liked myself. Uh, mm-hmm. I really liked the first episode. Uh, I liked the second episode, but there was the... I think the th- the third episode, they went off into the jungle and they were trying to help those uh, village tribe people. That, uh, and then, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, some... It just didn't feel like he had a squad because every time the Mandalorian, it, uh, it felt like you, the Mandalorian was going on side quests. <laughs> he goes yeah, on a side yeah. quest. He meets these characters. They, they have, they have personality in them. And then you hope these characters would stick around, but he always yeah. ends up just leaving them behind. And then, yeah, yeah. and when and then at the final, like the final episodes, uh, he actually then just suddenly just goes back to those people and these people just join him and you know those mm-hmm. reasons never feel like why would you join him what is your reason like do you yeah. it, it just kind of felt disjointed but throughout the season the production was there the the people you know people who made it they really did care and baby oda whenever he would show up for like Ten minutes in an oh, episode. One nuts. <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, went nuts. He also stole the show. They 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 knew mm-hmm. exactly what to do with him. Like when they used Baby Yoda, they didn't use him like too much. They used him mm-hmm. like exactly the amount they should have, which is mm-hmm. which is like uh, which really like you know some people could just e- easily abuse something cute yeah. like uh, like yeah. I think like Baby uh, like Groot from Marvel sometimes got yeah. really, really overused. <laughs> so so like it's so yeah i think uh, john uh, john favreau is actually the showrunner and yeah he created the show now this guy is like disney's ace right now because you know iron man yep. and like he's also directed uh the jungle book the animated tv uh sorry the animated remakes of their f- uh, famous um animated movies mm-hmm. uh, from the classic animated movies i mean so yeah um how did you feel when the season ended because the, the final episode the final two episodes I would say actually had some had probably all the biggest revelations the uh, you actually saw the villain of the story which mm-hmm. is Giancarlo Espinito's, uh character I am forgetting his character in the game uh, sorry in the movie and you also got uh, the Menorians name and they also mm-hmm. uh, took off his helmet, which I kind of, I actually really didn't yeah. want them to do that. I really, I was hoping, I man, just cut out, you either cut away or you just don't do it at all.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: they, because this show was gonna get a season two, it wasn't like, oh man, we gotta show his face, or otherwise this season will get canceled yeah. or something. We knew there was gonna be a season two, so I hope they kept it for much for the much further and made it actually, uh, you know, stick with the character for so long that when they do actually do it, it's much more like, oh wow, like I mean, we all yeah. knew, we all knew the actor uh playing uh Mandalorian. Let me uh, just search up his name, uh, unless you know uh, it. Oh, Pedro Pascal. Uh, Pedro yeah, yeah. Pascal, yeah. Uh, he's in Wonder Woman, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, Pedro Pascal's not like... Uh, he's he's famous enough. Uh, so we we already knew what Pedro Pascal looked like, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then um, we got um, uh, Cara Dune, who is played by... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Uh, the UFC fighter. Um, Gina... Gina Carano. Oh. Gina Carano, thank you. Gina Carano. Yeah, so, yeah. She, she actually don't uh, she's she, she's i've seen a lot of her stuff she's been in she's not a very good actress but over oh. here i think she made it work for her and she's she's so well built she actually looks like someone you don't want to mess with so i i really yeah. like the included uh, character like her um you know you got you got his handler it's uh, i haven't seen the show since it first aired so I'm kind of blanking oh. on some names but uh yeah. <laughs> uh you know it it, it, it it they actually did have a good like very bright personalities of like characters that actually had uh-huh. a lot of you know different varied personalities so one of the main critics was for me like oh man i wish this characters actually stuck with the mandalorian so they can all grow together so uh-huh. what i am hoping from season two is that actually does happen because these characters are coming back uh gina carano's characters coming back uh you know uh and then uh Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll see uh, uh, um, sorry, the villain man, I'm blanking on his name already Uh, Giancarlo Espinito his his character's is coming back (laughs) he's like the main villain and I know Mm -hmm. the final shot of uh, the last season was the him using a sort of blade which was yeah. like lightsaber and I know a lot of people went crazy who watched the clone wars and all the animated yeah. shows they really went crazy about yeah. that thing so I actually went back and did a lot of research about it's a very important weapon for the mandalorians right yeah. it's like I mean, a it little is. yeah so so if you want to like so uh, like again full spoilers we're gonna be talking mm-hmm. about the law and what we hope to see from the next season and everything that happened in season mm-hmm. two. So, if you haven't watched the marriage season one, just skip this bit. I'll I'll put a spoiler <laughs> tag on the video as well, so you guys can see. So yeah, uh, uh, talk to like oh uh, I'm. Do, do you watch the Clone Wars? Like all the animated yeah. stuff they do
1: yeah yeah i did i did I, I watched it like um i should have gone back and watched it before i watched the mandalorian but i've i haven't seen the clone wars because they took a break mm. before the you know they came out of the final season but yeah i think what made the clone Wars really stick out for me was the story or like you know of the of the mandalorians you know for mandor and one thing that actually i liked that the show brought is like it brought enough of their lore you know and what their world is, um, how they build their weapons you know they're they 're seen as like this very you know warrior class honorable warriors kind of thing right mm-hmm. every you know every battle they they go into if like they earn their stripes basically right and I like what the show does that um, they don 't make him too overpowered, which would thing that I was a bit worried about from this first episode because you see how badass he is, and I feel like, okay, so is he, like, super skilled, maxed out on everything, mm-hmm. and I still feel like that, you know, in a fight, like, he still needs, like, he still takes hits, he still, of course. Know, I mean, he almost, cover.
0: yeah, he almost died in episode two, right, if <laughs> Baby Yoda didn't yeah. intervene, in so that was like, exactly. yeah, he's yeah, getting yeah, the crap out of him, yeah, he's fighting <laughs> something, yeah. and they actually do it again when he's trying to rescue Baby Yoda, too, and he needs yeah. help from his, yeah, so. So yeah, that's a good good thing to point out. He's he's a badass, but he cannot take a whole army by himself. So I like really yeah. like that.
1: Like, and then I like also like uh, throughout um, the series, he actually gets upgrades, which I mm-hmm. kind of which I kind of feel like you know actually it kind of does feel like a game. Sort it is. Of like,
0: it is. It is like an RPG. He <laughs> goes on he quests, goes back uh, to the shop, yeah. gets upgrades, Get, and gets then goes upgrade. out. Yeah. It is, it is. Actually, the way. The reason I don't say that is because they, when they were making the show, they actually talked about it, that it was yeah. heavily inspired by old classic RPG games. So yeah. that's how they also structured <laughs> it, which also yeah. like make a Mandalorian video game. It's not that hard. Somebody can make it. So I, I would play it. Yeah. So yeah, yes, I mean, yeah. Is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they yeah, got yeah the yeah. engine. Oh, they do. So, it probably look beautiful, and Star Wars is biggest ever. So yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, keep, keep going. Keep going.
1: Yeah. So um, what I what I actually like also about the um, uh, the world building that they do is that um, you kind of see a little bit of um, uh, how how would you say like the reverence kind of thing that uh, how people react to people you know to mandalorians how hmm. people see them as bounty hunters you know as warriors and especially uh gina carter's character like she recognized him that like she recognized the armor and and what it means for him to actually take off his helmet which yes i think like they should have put that at least like maybe season three down the line you know of course like like to, get, to give the or... audience mm-hmm. yeah i think they needed the audience to like bond with him more as him as himself without taking off his helmet yeah i mean like uh, they
0: should have uh, they should have done it at the point where fans or just people who are watching this show they actually care so much about him that seeing his face like they actually want to like you know be comfortable with it because when they were doing it 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 was it wasn't like a uh Oh man, I I oh, are they going to show it? Are they not going to show it? It was man, I, it was yeah. more like oh man, I hope they don't show it. Like, it was more like yeah. different. Like the the, yeah. Yeah. the, the part that uh, is so cool about is he mentions it no like many times throughout the previous episodes that oh mm-hmm. it's a it's an honor like I can show you my face shows it to so many people all the mm-hmm. time can shut up about it and then <laughs> at the final <laughs> they they were when they were doing it I was like oh man. Uh, but it was like a good character, uh, building for, um, the, what was the, the robot, uh, I'm also forgetting his name. You know what? I'll, will just. Quickly. Oh, the,
1: You even the, the actor that plays the robot. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, oh, that's the director. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, you yeah. know they have the whole exchange of uh, no one has seen my face or like he's replied uh-huh. like I'm not alive or whatever so uh-huh. so it it's like one uh, well, it's one of the things I uh, we agree at least that the face reveal yeah. should have been held off it I think it it would have paid off much better uh, now because we've seen it. Now, if they do it again, it just won't matter as much, right? If they, yeah, if they ever yeah, show his yeah. face, it just will not matter as much. If they, if they, mm-hmm. had, but if they did done it later, oh man, it would have hit much harder.
1: So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they could have done it more of like, um I mean, like more dramatic. Maybe like he doesn't take it off by choice, you know. Maybe he's somebody took it off by force, you know. Yeah, like maybe that's something that he like as a belief he held on to, and you know, it was taken away from him. You know, someone might actually. Take off his helmet by
0: force, you know. Of course, like a good revenge story. Right? I mean, that could have been yeah. just a whole season. <laughs> it's like a whole exactly, season right? of just that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, the villain's name is Moff Gideon. That's uh, Carlo Espinosa's uh, character. So. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah i mean uh more gideon when i mean he's just such a great uh like he's just a great actor so when he yeah. when his ship comes down in the uh pre- before the pendulum episode his ship comes down yeah. menacing presence uh yeah. mm-hmm. it just, and it also comes out of nowhere right because you don't expect because the story was heading in a different direction and it's just 180 yeah. like Oh, and everything's like our heroes are on the losing side they are surrounded oh. they are stuck and they are, they can't get out and they also did, did not have baby yoda with them at the time so oh. it, was, it was such a good reveal of his character and and then uh, <laughs> and this uh, this part i also didn't like this guy just comes in. I don't know why we don't know him, and he just starts sp- spinning out facts and truths and, and them, and then like also filling up the law. <laughs> and, and,
1: uh, and there's the a background. lot
0: of like exposition. Exposition, <laughs> just going. <laughs> everyone is listening. All like, oh man, oh man, that's your name? Like, oh, that's where you come from? Like, you get the Mandalorian's name. You know, he yeah. he, he he talks about the cartoon uh, and mm-hmm. he, he also talks about. Uh, let me see what was his name. Oh, IG Eleven was the robot that uh, Tanker okay. he was playing. Uh, I'm sorry, just gonna give me one second. I want to find out this name because his name is uh, very Carl Weathers, right? Carl Weathers he, yeah. He's playing Grief Kaga, and Grief was basically a sort of like a fixer or like a, just a you know just a guy who literally gives out quests or bounties to. Bounty Hunter is mm-hmm. like, oh, he goes such search for this guy. Yeah. So, you know, uh, throughout the season, it's a very shaky relationship. Again, like it was mm-hmm. so, so shaky that when he turned around to help him, it just, it felt too, um, they just tried to get the ball rolling. It wasn't natural. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I didn't like about the season. So, and like Cartoon Dune also just like throws herself into like literally a suicide mission just to help a guy yeah. that she just went
1: one she just mission. Met.
0: Yeah, it, it just felt yeah. so, because when they did uh, introduce Gina Carano's character in, I think it was episode three, and, you mm-hmm. know, she... They meet, they go on to this village, they protect the village. I re- I, 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 like an actual Western show, you know, a group of cowboys mm-hmm. come into a village, uh, like a town, and they're, being, under, uh, siege and they're that, under siege. Yeah, under siege by bandits or something. Them. Locals have yeah. them, they fight. It's like a classic, classic uh, Western story. It was quite enjoyable. I know a lot of people, actually, a lot of people didn't like that episode for some reason. But I quite Mm. enjoyed it because it felt really like a really classic Western episode. But anyway, I I was hoping that she would leave with our boys and join the squad. And it'll be like, oh, we have Mm. another familiar face. And, you know, he's not alone. But yeah, he just Mm. takes off alone. And I think episode four, I think it's the worst episode for me personally. I think Mm. it's the episode they go to Tatooine, right? Uh, oh yeah yeah uh, and i think it has also No wen's character uh they're hunting her she's she's the bounty they're actually hunting and they mm. hired this b great actor awful <laughs> awful actor to play this dude who is, is whose character was also very awful oh oh man uh, that, that episode actually started to make me worry because you know, we were just watching weekly mm-hmm. we we can't just binge through the next oh what's on the next episode because i yeah, was yeah. watching them week or a no, week by week release schedule so, mm-hmm. so on that episode i was definitely a bit worried uh, did you worry or did you enjoy all the episodes or did you also well, feel like um,
1: well that episode for me was uh, i was thinking like Cause I felt like even the, the the previous episodes, like they felt like you know like side quests, right? Mm. Like, and I had a feeling like you know maybe they'll come back to them or maybe they'll meet up at the end or something. But that episode, I think I did feel kind of worried, like I was like skeptical, like, okay, like where are you gonna go with this? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I wasn't sure, like, okay, how is this gonna fit into the story? But yeah, it's just one of those episodes where you just have to like just power through and be like, yeah. just fingers crossed, almost.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it just feels disjointed because uh, for the first episode and the second episode, you get this story of of Omen, baby Yoda, Omen, this is probably just gonna be him trying to find out about where the baby comes from, why was it there, oh, what does the empire want with the baby, so many questions. And then question, suddenly, yeah. after two episodes, this the story just breaks off and he's just Uh, stopping is it almost feels like an anthology series of him just uh, you know uh, a villain of the week kind of shows they just have different killers or different monsters of the week whatever have you like separate stories like Mm -hmm. literally filler episodes and at first when they did the when they did the uh, the Cara Dune episode episode three I was like oh maybe like you said you know these characters maybe come at the end and they all work together so if, if he was stopping at these places and then maybe once he needed help at the end, like, then it would have been such a, a better a better pacing, better story of them. Oh, mm-hmm. this guy helped us out. So we're now going to go help him out. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, like literally probably, how yeah. video games work when you, yeah, oh, you yeah. do all these side quests and at the end, all these characters come in and help you fight the final villain, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it would have yeah. worked so much better. Um, uh, so... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to give, give more of your thoughts on the episodes.
1: Well, yeah, um, I think well, the, way, well, the way I watched it is that I actually watched, I think, first two episodes together because I waited, you know, I missed the first, uh, the week it came out. So I watched two of them together and I actually spaced it out literally because I did not want to have that feeling of like, you know, watch it this week and then just like waiting, waiting for the next one to come out. So I actually... Mm-hmm. I try to distract myself by pacing it. But I think, yeah, I think for me, the story did feel like it felt slow at times. Like there's like, I think it it lost the urgency for me, Mm -hmm. especially when, you know, like he takes off with like this baby Yoda, like this package that everyone is after. Mm -hmm. And then like he goes, like takes his little trip. Like there's no urgency. Like he's just making stops along the way. He goes on detours. Like, I don't feel like he was actually being chased, you know? Or, like, had, like, in someone danger. on his heels. Yeah. He, just yeah, he was taking time. Danger. No. He was taking his time, which I think... I mean, given that they only had, like, eight episodes... Exactly. I don't think there was... It, it It did not have enough to fill those minutes, you know?
0: And just for clarification, not even just eight episodes, but these were not, like, an hour-long episodes. These were, like, 30 yeah. minutes to 40 minutes. Like, like okay. shorter than, you know, a regular... Um, episode would be for like a streaming service so limited time as well
1: yeah yeah i get what you
0: mean Yeah.
1: yeah, so definitely at the end of the episodes where i was just like watching it and all of a sudden the credits come up i'm like wait is that it (laughs) like i expected more to happen or at least progress the story Mm -hmm. but yeah i but i did actually enjoy like those little bits uh when it did detour uh like um who's that guy that actually Tried to save maybe Nick Nolte, I think. Nick Nolte, Nolte yeah. Right, right. He was yeah. the
0: little alien dude who I yeah. have spoken guy. <laughs> that yeah, I've spoken. On, that, yeah. That
1: was it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I did like how he came back around. But then uh, those little moments where he meets his little characters along the way and how they come back, I actually had that kind of optimism like, okay, hopefully these people you know, would come back around, right, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking, like, maybe they would help the story in some way, like, I didn't think Nick Nolte's character was come back, but then you see, like, that scene at the end, where he was, like, racing towards the space. Oh, the tension, yeah, oh, man. The tension, yeah, I felt like, okay, that, that had some weight to it, because, you know.
0: Yeah, but then again, like, uh, uh, you know, still spoilers for the Amanda season one, Uh, his death Mm -hmm. also sort of was like a, a shocking factor, but they also didn't feel like it was earned because I felt like mm-hmm. that character could go so much further. And same yeah. with the, same with IG-11, you know, he has this great moment. Uh, with, so the whole thing with, again, uh, Mando didn't like droids. He, like, mm-hmm. he really didn't like droids uh, because of his past. Uh, but then like they have this moment of him is sort of accepting accepting IG-11 you know he's he's literally like lets him carry him save his life and all that Mm -hmm. and then he just goes and explodes I again like again a touching moment a shocking moment but also didn't feel earned it just felt too soon Mm -hmm. like you know like yeah it's
1: sort of like a lot of good characters like dying off too soon you know Mm -hmm. especially we like
0: we haven't given much time with them right like they introduced IG-11 previous episode saying, oh, he, he, um, Nick Nolte's this character actually found the droid that he shot in episode one. Another uh, mm-hmm. another callback, right? Like he met this droid yeah. season one and now we're meeting him five, six episodes later on. And yeah. But he's been reprogrammed. He's taking care of baby Yoda. He, like, he, you know, Mando still doesn't, like, in, interesting dynamics, correct dynamics. These people are mm-hmm. playing off each other. And... And then, yeah, and we lose, like, we lose these two characters. And then the squad that became was, like, a five-man squad. We lost two, and then there was back to Carl Weathers and uh, Gina Carano's character and Pedro Pascal and Baby Yoda. So, and, mm. and then in the final episode, he leaves them again. Like, it, mm. just, it was just like, oh, like, why are you leaving? Uh, I mean, why are you leaving Gina Carano's character? Like, she literally is, has nowhere else to go. She literally followed you from another planet where she was hiding to come be in the thick of it, and then you're leaving leaving her behind again. And I just hope, like as I've said before, I I, the only thing I hope from season two is is much more focused, like just focus on the plot, focus on the characters. You have eight episodes and. And like you don't have to like do like a you know jump hundred pages of uh, story beats. You you can take yeah. it slow, but like uh, build build with the characters, build with the uh, viewership. Like people are mm. uh, watching it. You know, Star Wars is always gonna be interesting to the people who care, and you can make it more mm. interesting for the casual fans who watch, like people like me who just want to watch mm. a good story. So yeah, uh, so like uh, coming back. To what we were actually talking about, uh, the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian sword, and the sword we saw uh, Gideon uh-huh. use to cut himself out of his ship. So, do you like? Do you do you know the lore? Do you want to share?
1: Uh-huh. Well, actually, I I actually know. As far as I knew, that it was actually a sword. Um, was it the Black Saber? The
0: Black Saber. Oh, it, yeah. had a,
1: it had a name. I'm actually I'm actually blanking on the name. It actually had a name, and in the Clone Wars, it actually explored on how the, the sword is passed on and how it was actually earned but yeah for that i'm ashamed to say i'm a bit fuzzy on i'm actually not too sure about so
0: it. so from the mandalorian from the mm. wiki wiki it says it was called the Darksaber. dark yeah, saber Darksaber,
1: yeah
0: so this was yeah. the sword that uh mandalorian like almost like kings or like leaders used to have right mm-hmm. like like so so I was I was doing because I was really into Star Wars so whenever I get into something I just dive deep, try to consume mm-hmm. everything I can. So yeah, uh uh the the, the unique black bladed saber was like Created by Tare Visla the first Mandalorian ever inducted into the Jedi Order. So this oh, yeah. Mandalorian was actually a Jedi too. So which is yeah. like such so interesting. And this was all from the expanded Star Wars stuff, right? <laughs> like that was, none, none yeah. of the. So 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 this sword being actually brought in from the Clone Wars cartoons and. Uh, and being brought into live action must have been so mm-hmm. exciting for fans such yeah. as you and people who are uh, like, because the shows actually have a massive fan base. I know I know mm-hmm. that they do. So yeah, so what are your feelings about like, how did they get the saber and you know, anything else? Yeah,
1: well, actually the first time I saw it, I thought it was actually, but well, my reaction was, I actually thought there was something wrong with like what I was watching because the way the sword reflects, like it actually, it's very dark, right? And I thought it was actually something wrong with like, like my internet or something. I'm like, I have to actually go back and buffer. is hey, that what I think it is? He's like, did it not buffer properly or something? So I actually had to go back and watch it. And actually when I recognized what it was, I was like, I was very, very excited. Well, to be honest, and... no
0: fault of your own. The CG wasn't great with the sword. Yeah. Like, CG did look a bit off. Like, I, at first, it's, like, it stood yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what the sword is, right? And for me, like, mm-hmm. I had no clue what the sword was. You know, like, is that a lightsaber? Is that, like, some yeah. weird, yeah. like, it doesn't look right.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, I saw, I was like, it's like, you, like, I don't know. I thought it was, like, a, a VFX thing that went mm-hmm. wrong or they just left him there. But then I actually saw so what the way he was wielding it. I was like, yeah, actually, that is, you know,
0: yeah, uh, the, the correct saber. Very different from a uh, uh, from like the, the regular lightsabers they fight for because yeah. it is actually like a sword almost. Uh, besides, you know, like the mm. the light from the normal Jedi ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's more like actual like solid. You know, it's not like light. So yeah. So I was actually when I saw that I actually had to go back and watch a little bit of uh, um, stuff from the Clone Wars because. I had to like brush up on it because it's sort of like when I watched the Clone Wars like years ago, I just watched it and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I just went on, like it didn't like stick out to me that much until I saw it here. Then I was like, oh, okay. So they actually, there's like, there's a connection there, right? Mm-hmm. And what I was, what, I, what confused me the most, well, I don't know how they're going to expand on it was actually how did, you know, I this character actually get the sword given that he's actually, you know, he's not a Mandalorian, like, you know? Mm. So I was thinking, like, how did he get the sword? Did he, you know, kill somebody for it? Or, you know, I don't know how they're actually going to expand on that, which I think was uh, very interesting. Yeah, that's what I was looking forward to, like, how and where did you get it? Because I think it's always been seen as, like, an artifact of, like, only the Mandalorian, like, it's their weapons, you know? Mm -hmm. And to see somebody else wielding their weapons, I think it was, like, a strange thing for me.
0: Well, let's hope they don't wait till the eighth episode to talk about a little bit and then just cliffhanger <laughs> again. <laughs> cliffhanger again. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's, uh, the, the final image was really striking of uh, Moff Gideon uh, knowing mm. about the Mandalorians. And uh, one of the reveals was also that um, he was where baby Mandalore's parents yeah. were slotted. He, Moff Gideon yeah. was there. That's how he knew his name. So mm. he, there's also uh, almost, almost like a personal, uh, you know, attachment to both of these Attach- characters. Yeah. And now he actually has the dark saber, which as you said, mm-hmm. is an important part of the Mandalorians. And he has something that he's basically, his almost like religion or way of life is important, mm-hmm. you know, so... So so these characters are like instantly tied within just like one, two episodes. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we see much more of, uh, you know, the history and what happened between uh, where we last left off with the sword and where it is now. One thing I do appreciate mm-hmm. because when Disney did take over Star Wars, they kind of got rid of all the expanded lore like from the books, yeah, comics, yeah. but I'm glad they, they, like, they mention Ahsoka and they, oh, I hope I'm saying her name right. Right. Ash- Ashoka mm-hmm. or Ahsoka? Ashoka. Ashoka. Right. Okay. So yeah, correct me if I get it wrong. Otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they mentioned her, they're literally showing the sword. So everything that happened in the shows presumably has happened in the universe that uh, Disney Towers universe at least. So, so yeah. What are any anything you want to see improve uh, besides mm-hmm. the things we talked about in for season two?
1: Uh, yeah, I think season two. I think I just need them to maybe yeah, like you said, just keep up with the pacing at least. Mm-hmm. And um, I w- I'm still actually because right now there's still a lot of mystery behind the story with like Baby Yoda. Like right now, like I get they were after him, but they still know like elaboration, like, why are they after him? Mm-hmm. Why is he important? Like, there's still a lot of, like, unanswered questions, which I was thinking, I was hoping season one would, like, fill in. But then there's, it's still, you know, it's still unsolved right now. So I hopefully they could... Give us some answers at least, and then so we can pose new questions. Well, they
0: will. I, as I said, like they will have to. Otherwise, people, as fun as episodes can be, people will start losing interest in the main plot. Right? Yeah. Nobody,
1: mm-hmm.
0: nobody wants to sit through uh, like eight episodes or like six episodes in between of a season, just trying to get to the thing at the end. If you don't leave crumbs at least in the, in the middle mm-hmm. episodes for people to pick on. Uh, and uh, they, I, they they have to if they just if they just do the same thing of him just going unrelated uh, on the other side of the universe, many other characters that probably just won't matter in the end anyway yeah. it's, it'll, it'll start to get boring and it, it'll probably mm-hmm. uh, if it, the hardcore fans will definitely keep watching. I am sure I'll still stick with it but like when season three rolls around the story might not be the same for some people right? yeah so so it's uh and plus this is a service at least in the states and uk and overseas that you do Mm -hmm. have to pay for monthly to keep Mm -hmm. watching these episodes as they come out so so i i hope they i hope they listened because people because people went blindly loving the show people were criticizing Mm -hmm. when it came out criticizing the episodes people or not everybody was satisfied with how it ended i (laughs) wasn't really satisfied with how it ended uh, but i hope it's uh, like i hope they fix on the errors of season one and they just keep upping the bar and you know of use course. all use all that money time wisely <laughs> like, you, exactly. can, like yeah, you get so much money and you got so got this ip on your hand so please do use oh. it wisely so uh before we move on from mandalorian season two is there anything you want to re- reiterate or like uh, say okay. closing things
1: I mean, yeah, I think uh, if if you're a fan out there who who likes the lore and wants to dive into it, um definitely check out Clone Wars, you know, it's mm-hmm. a good animated series. It's still very like, one of my favorites. And it it'll help flesh out the story, you know, as far as background goes. But yeah, I think with The Mandalorian, I'm looking forward to season two. I'm still very Skeptical <laughs> optimistic, you know. I was like, I'm thinking, like, you know, we did good in the first season. I'm like, they got me hooked, but I, you know, they gotta hold my attention by putting some content in there, you know, mm-hmm. for the fans. Yeah, yeah
0: I'm, uh, I hope so. I hope so, too. Uh, yeah, and also for the people who maybe look at clothes owners and thinking, oh my god, there's so much uh, episodes and stuff. Actually, if you do go on Reddit, they actually have uh, have like detailed episodes that if you don't want to watch mm-hmm. the filler episodes, they actually have. Low-filled episodes that matter more than the fellow ones, so you can just pick out the episodes they list there and watch them in that order. But oh, if you yeah. want to go through the whole um, Clone Wars, I, they're still enjoyable if you have nothing to watch. But as yeah. like nowadays, there's too much to watch, in yes. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so yeah, Alex, you actually wanted to talk about some of the upcoming movies which probably have no release status, like you know, COVID. COVID yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i just wanted to like go right off the bat is there any movies that you're really looking forward to coming up
1: um i think the biggest one so far i mean everyone's looking forward to this film is the um, the Snyder cut version of you know the oh, justice bad. league but, uh, but see, yeah. it's not um, even
0: it's not even like a movie now right it's it's a mini series it, it's
1: a mini series yeah. yeah so um i was actually reading uh a few of like the reviews online well not rich reviews but like impressions Uh. impressions of the show and maybe how it would go and um when i first watched um disappointing by the way was uh suicide squad right Uh. Not a fan, I believe. <laughs> I don't had, think anybody it, was. <laughs> it had the hype behind it, right? Um, but for me, it felt like the longest intro like introduction. It's like the longest introduction made into a movie because mm. basically it was just like, here's this character, here's this character, and there was like so many good characters, and then all of a sudden they had like such small roles. Um, uh, like
0: that's the thing, right? If you introduce not uh, like st- ever like you don't no background on these characters you have to bring mm. them in the movie then you have to explain their background and then you have to make yeah. them interesting throughout the movie but you can't do that because movies can't be four hours long because otherwise the audience will fall asleep in the cinema so you're gonna like exactly. maybe two exactly. hours with, yeah so so mm-hmm. it's like the squad head problems man so yeah because yeah, i keep absolutely. going it's really tripping <laughs> <very> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, but the thing is, like, the way Suicide Squad is set up is that I was very excited for it, and the delivery was not there, and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm a big DC fan, I'm like, you know what, Justice League is their, you know, it's, Justice League is basically, you know, their Avengers, so they're not going to screw this up. They can't go wrong, right? So big. They can't go wrong, it's like, it's you got Superman, you got Batman, the biggest, you know, and then when the movie came out, I'm like, no why like what happened i it got so, i mean
0: it re- got plagued by the same issues that happened with suicide squad right and they have like reshoots mm-hmm. they went back yeah. and reshot so many things and the story was jumbled joker joker mm-hmm. scenes were so many taken out like leno wasn't happy and uh, and uh <laughs> and the joker design. oh holy shit i don't know what was happening with the movie I, like Suicide Squad, it's so forgettable. I forget it come, It came out. Like, I literally forget it mm-hmm. came out. And, and so, yeah, so Justice League, same problem, right? Reshoots, mm-hmm. cast isn't happy, contractual obligations of must just say shavings and crap like yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, as I said, I was talking last episode or the before that with Renee and uh, Chris. I was like, I walked out of the Justice League movie and I was like, hmm. I just watched Justice League, and I feel nothing. I don't feel excitement. I don't feel disappointed. I just feel empty because nothing, it just, it was nothing. Yeah, It was just Mm -hmm. nothing. So, yeah, I'm sure, like, you probably felt the same way, from the way you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. I definitely felt like, um, the one thing I noticed about the way Marvel does their movies is that they, it, it might come off a little cheesy sometimes, but they have that, like, that's that superhero moment in the film that the audience can just cheer for you know Mm -hmm. like they just like you know fist pumping like like four when he arrived you know in his little uh when he arrived with rocket and Groot and then he just threw his hammer you know and that was in
0: infinity war there was like the big like with the Avengers assemble thing yeah superhero moment
1: so yeah, so I, I was actually watching like all the the Marvel movies uh, again, and I noticed like that is the thing that Marvel does well. It builds up these characters to have their big moments, you know. And I feel like when I watched the um, the Justice League, I don't feel they had that, you know. And like Superman, okay, I know Superman was like very down and dreary, you know, he wasn't. Big Superman yet he was still I, I call him Sad Superman because he felt very depressed.
0: <laughs> I mean, from uh, taking from BVS to uh, uh Justice League, uh, mm-hmm. the all all Jack Snyder told Henry Cavill to do was just like look at the camera and be sad, <laughs> and <laughs> and have have this have this serious look on your face, and just look at the camera. That's all you're going to do for hours and hours that's your for job Hours, and, hours. <laughs> and, and, and Superman man as I said Superman's supposed to be hopeful like if, if everything's mm-hmm. black he's the light right if everything is dark yeah. he's the shining beacon and I, I, I hope Superman gets his big day in movies where everybody goes and sees a Superman movie and they come out feeling when they first saw Christopher Reeves movie and saying oh no mm-hmm. man that was Superman that was such a fun, yeah. vibrant movie. And I hope, I hope, and, and I feel so bad for Henry Cavill because I think Henry Cavill is an excellent character. He, uh, excellent actor, and he really did care about the character Superman. He was so mm. happy to play it. And I and if, you, if he was given, if he was given the material to play a good Superman, he would have done it. He would yeah, have yeah. definitely done it. So, so yeah. I, uh, so, and uh, from the, just like the Snyder cut, Oh, what are you expecting? Like you're excited for it. So what are you hoping it's different
1: from the just like we saw? Yeah. So one thing I was basically, I was um, I'm worried about is that I'm hoping it's just not a visual upgrade. Like mm-hmm. I mean you see all the you know the the different Steppenwolf and you know we see dark side. Um but what I'm hoping they would expand op- upon is um I remember watching um the trailer for BVS when um, Batman has his little, you know, when um, the flash comes back, he has his little, you know, after his little flashback, oh, no flashback, like his little dream sequence. right? Oh, the
0: dream sequence. Oh, when he's dreaming about the future Batman <laughs> and the future Batman, right. fire demons and
1: stuff, yeah. All right. And then you have this like, you know, flash come through with like this different kind of armor. And he's like, am I too late? Or well, am I too early, right? And that that scene right there, I was like, for me, I thought like, okay, this is where it could get big, right? Like, what is that? Like, where is Flash coming from? Like, is it something they expanded upon? Um, It didn't happen in the movies, in the the first one. And uh, in the Snyder Cut, I'm hoping that's something they actually expand upon. Like, where did that Flash come from? Mm. And is he, like, is it, is it, like, uh, is he from the future or is he like from
0: some kind of uh, parallel? Alternate parallel, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, yeah, from
0: was, uh, well, uh Jack Snyder and HBO did confirm there that, that they weren't going to do reshoots. They were just going to take the scenes yeah. that Snyder had shot during his uh, when he was in production, and they're just giving thirty million dollars just to make those scenes crisp, clear, and if there's additional CGI work to be done on those scenes, and that's what they'll put out. So, so if he, he uh, like. Uh, you know, nobody should expect this Snyder cut to have scenes or ask Snyder for scenes to do it, something like yeah. that. It's like these have already been shot, so uh, as you hope, he sh- he has shot these scenes, but if he hasn't, it's not gonna be in the Snyder cut, and no. uh, and uh, also, so just to give some more information about the Snyder cut, if you don't know, uh. It's going to be four hours. So th- that's why they're splitting it, splitting it into four episodes of one hour length. One hour each. Yep. I don't know how that's going to go, actually. I, I'd rather if there even was four hours, they should have just done a part one, part two kind of thing. <laughs> Personally, that's how yeah. I just feel like yeah. I don't know if splitting them off is actually going to help them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, or or maybe they just require a lot a more time to finish up, so maybe they're trying to split it in parts and work on the uh, mm-hmm. other parts while the work goes on. Uh, mm-hmm. As you all know, Snyder left in middle of production. The the the, the reason they put out was uh, Jack Snyder's daughter had died, so. They, yeah. they said he's is gonna be taking a step down and they brought in josh whedon to do multiple reshoots then the superman uh facial thing happened because yeah because sure. yeah. he gonna shave it off because of mission impossible fallout and you know man so it, it's just like a development hell like just just development yeah. like it shifts and benefit like like left his regime, like he stopped walking out because he thought he was done with the shooting. So he came back. That's why Batman looked <laughs> a, a lot of flab because, <laughs> you know, yeah. and he, Benafleck had like drinking problems. Divorce was in the middle. He was in the middle of a divorce. Oh, just like no like it feels like nobody was happy while making this movie and you could see it <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> so you, uh, sorry, Alex, you were bringing up the fact uh, mm. that... um the superhero moment, right? Uh mm-hmm. Marvel movies have their and another thing I actually look in a movie is tone. Like you when you have to set the tone of your film. Like you have to make sure what the tone of the film is. Like just as like tone all over the place. It's serious. It has this weird comedic uh timings of things that don't work out, come off as cringy mm-hmm. when like Cyborg and Superman are like laughing at the end of the movie, you know, when they pull mm-hmm. the motherboard and they just, just start laughing suddenly and it's like uh, what <laughs> that wasn't mm-hmm. a good joke at all like it's you know? like lying there yeah. Yeah. so so like for Marvel you take Thor Ragnarok Thor Ragnarok is an action comedy it, it, they know what the movie is they know what the tone is from the start uh, Captain America Winter Soldier is is a spy movie it's an action spy movie it's about espionage it's about government secrets it's a thriller mm-hmm. they know what that movie is you know so uh, when you're like uh, like BVS you like like very controversial split, fans are split on their movie. Uh, the thing was the tone was consistent, even though how you, however you might feel about the story, the tone of the movie was always going to be, it's dark, it's taking itself way too seriously. And that mm-hmm. is the movie, however you feel about it, you know? And with Justice League, as I said, like the tone went so over because it, it, you could tell it was, uh, it was made by two people. It was by, yeah. made by two directors, and it's jumbled, it's a mess, and it's not hitting any of the moment it wants to, and mm-hmm. that's why I think the movie got spoiled. Uh, for me, how I feel about the Snyder Cut is I'm not expecting it to be better, I'm just expecting it to be different. It's, that's where mm-hmm. my expectations go as far. I, I'm not expecting it to be better, I'm just going to be expecting it to be different, uh, so what about you, Alex? Do you, do you think, like, just from your optimistic side, do you think if mm-hmm. you're going to like it much more than the Justice League we
1: got? Um, well, yeah. So I'm actually I'm optimistic um, as far as, you know, especially given how much time, how much runtime is going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I'm most optimistic about and I hope they do well is, is to actually world build so that it sets up their other characters as well. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Wonder Woman is already coming out with its film, you know. I don't know about, like, its other heroes, if they have set up any world for them yet, but I'm hoping, like, any world building could happen in Justice League so that it sets up, you know, their future characters for their own, like, you know on solo films of course so i'm hoping they do
0: that yeah yeah one thing i did feel about justice league when it ended was like this is how the justice league should have started <laughs> you know clark yeah. was alive bruce and clark were friends uh clark actually goes in with his glasses and like uh, you you know who the Flash is it just felt like this is where the dc universe should have started not where it should have and abruptly ended, like because the DCU mm-hmm. is basically now done. They're like, can I have yeah. a soft reboot with the Flash movie, with the two, and probably hopefully they do that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one thing else, uh, what did I want to talk about? Oh yes, yeah, so you were talking about setting up the characters and the worlds. From the first trailer of Justice League, we actually got footage of Victor Stone not being cyborg, of him playing football and him yeah. him, mm-hmm. him, not being all cyborged up. He was actually human. And as you've seen Justice League, the cyborg in the movie just shows up as cyborg. And you don't even get mm-hmm. any, like... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. You don't even get any flashback scenes with him, right? Just a little bit, I think, but not a lot.
1: Uh, yeah, I think this...
0: See, you I think most of the scenes
1: you get... I think because all I can remember is just him like sitting in the, in the apartment
0: or oh, yeah, just the like, hoodie yeah, yeah, like yeah. with the hoodie on. Like, yeah. yeah, and from the a trailer, if you've seen, they actually show his dad, they show the mother box, or oh, and Cyborg not being Cyborg. Like, so, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I think you'll, you will get a lot of, um, a lot of like footage of before all the shit hits the fan. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of Cyborg. You'll see. Uh, they showed they short footage of uh, a Barry Allen Flash saving Iris oh, from a car crash. So I'm mm-hmm. sh- I'm sure you'll see a lot more. A lot. Uh, I think a lot of the movie was cut out, as you can see. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Zack is actually gonna use any of the reshoots. I think he's probably from the ego and the way everything happened. I'm pretty sure he's not gonna be using any of the reshoots. So you'll see You see a lot of scenes how that works out, you know, just we'll, we'll literally have to wait for it uh, did they give a release mm-hmm. date? I don't remember them giving a release date yet
1: uh, no. no, right? because sure. yeah. they're
0: still working on it, because it, this has been really recent, they announced it mm-hmm. I think start of this year, they just showed some of the footage now and, mm-hmm. uh, who knows when we'll see it, like it's gonna be such a long time ago As, mm-hmm. such a long time away but it's going to be on streaming service. You don't have to go to a theater or watch it or anything. It's all going to be online. So that's at least yeah, one yeah. plus. Nothing's going to be interfering with, like, a worldwide launch for that um, mm-hmm. for that miniseries. So, uh, sorry, Alex, is there anything else you want to speak on, BVA? Uh Sorry, Justice League mm-hmm. before we move on.
1: No, no. no. I think with Justice League, there's a lot of, like, just expectation right now. Mm-hmm. I think especially with the fans, just they just want, um, you know, they want their characters represented well, you know, and I think, you know, I think for me personally, don't at me and stuff, but I think DC has better villains, you know, Uh, I think if that's something they could expand upon, uh, yeah, yeah, I think they could do well, but. Villains are always,
0: always a, always a tough thing to hit like uh you can have a great villain on paper but uh, bringing them into a movie yeah can be tricky so it can be tricky yeah it's, it, it's all about like marvel like if you think of marvel the only two villains you'll always think of is thanos and loki that's the only two villains i remember <laughs> like like yeah yeah so those two villains so how many 20 22 2024 movies whatever the two villains that really stand out to you uh, and and um, mm. black panther's um uh sorry the um. villain in black panther Killmonger, I think. Killmonger, is the yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think three villains mostly did stand out to me. Uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah, villains can be tricky. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I hope I hope the fans have been asking for the Snyder Cut for a long, long time. I think as soon as the movie released, people were hanging uh, the mm-hmm. Snyder Cut for so long, and hey, you, you're getting what you want. Hopefully, you're satisfied with it. Uh, mm-hmm. are you and so, what do you think about? Uh, the future now for DCEU the, the universe they're building do you think that's still viable or they're just gonna scrap it
1: I think uh I think what they need is maybe like just have a clear roadmap first you know just set up your characters or at least you know build a world where all your characters can exist and just put a timeline on it. Think, I think the thing I like about Marvel is that they'll announce all these films and then you sit there and be like, okay, how are they going to connect all these? right? And then, I don't know how, but they somehow managed to fit all of these characters in this one universe. I, um, think, I, think, uh,
0: I think that you need, you need a man, you, you like, uh, for example, you have Zack Snyder. He's the guy making your films, right? But you need mm-hmm. a man at the back who's not just thinking of the movie you're doing now, he's thinking of the movies you're gonna be doing, five movies you're gonna be doing. Like Kevin Feige is the reason these Marvel movies are all connected. It was his brilliant Mm -hmm. plan to do this. So DC needs to get a competent person because when all this, when Justice League failed, what DC was doing, they were just looking for somebody to blame and they blamed Zack Snyder. They were literally mm. looking for someone to blame, and they just blamed Zack Snyder like, oh, a lot We should have gotten rid of him a long time ago. It was no, it's it's your fault. It's like WB, it's your fault. Well, if if, mm. if if why weren't you keeping Zack Snyder in check, or at least make sure he because Zack Snyder, I think Zack Snyder makes he shoots action scenes and visually mm. he's very impressive. He knows how to shoot yes. a scene. I could watch like you could watch him, but. His story is is questionable at best. You know, he he can satisfy some people, he will definitely dissatisfy a lot of other people. Uh for mm. example, all the other movies like Wonder Woman hit, right? The first Wonder Woman movie, like mm. it, it was success. Aquaman was great too, made over a billion dollars. So did Wonder Woman. So like these standalone movies are making billions of dollars, but Justice League couldn't hit one billion. Mm-hmm. So you should know that there's now okay, now there's a problem somewhere now, right? yeah yeah and you and you're right you know they if they do this uh flashpoint story with the barry and Ma- michael keaton coming back as batman such a big get by the way it's like huge michael Keaton's returning as the batman uh, like it's huge and if they do it right they must if they do this movie right they must have a plan for whatever comes next they must yeah they must do it otherwise Otherwise, you're just you're just letting history repeat itself over and over again, and you'll mm. never it never hit big time like Marvel did. So, uh, I I wish them luck. Uh, you know, we're still getting we're still getting Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 80, 1984. They're still what? doing Aquaman 2. That's still happening because the movie also made a shit ton of cash suicide squad 2 is coming but yeah james gunn gives me a lot of hope and from the b-roll footage they showed from dc fandom it actually looked fun and i just trust james gunn because of guardians right like mm-hmm. guardians of the galaxy nobody knew anything about him and you, you know everybody sees the guardians of the galaxy and just like face lights up because they're so yeah that they're, they're so beloved now so, you know, mm. um, I think they're taking the right steps. They're, they're focusing on movies that worked and they gave a movie that didn't work critically. They gave it to a director that could bring it back to life. So, mm. so yeah, like uh, I think the future can be bright if they take the right steps <laughs> or if they yeah. make the same mistakes again, it'll go down real quick. Yeah. So uh, before I close out the show, because I think we've been recording mm. over an hour now, Anything you oh, yeah. would like to say, reiterate? I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have you back on the show again because this was really fun. <laughs> so we can talk about, you know, there's still so many big movies like a Dune, uh, Black Widow, uh, what yeah. else we got? Uh, let's see, uh, Black Widow coming, you know, or the Ryan Reynolds movie, Free Guy, The Quiet Place 2, Top Gun, like big movies okay. still coming out this year. Like, mm-hmm. probably messed up a lot of plans, but so many things still to talk about. So yeah, let's before I close out the show, anything you want to say or say to the audience or just reiterate from whatever we talked about on the show?
1: Mm-hmm. Well I think yeah, I think there's definitely a lot to watch right now. And I think what uh maybe studios should uh should see now is that they their fans expect a lot, right? And I think to make movies that make money, because we always see like studios like If it makes money, they'll make make a sequel. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's dependent on the other, right? So I think to ensure that you need directors, you need creative uh, people that care about the product and deliver something that's true for the fans, because that way, you know, it'll attract the audience. You Mm -hmm. know, people will go out and buy it and makes the studio happy because, you know, brings in money, right? But I think it, it needs to start first with putting the right people in the right places to make good stuff for us to watch <laughs> right and I'm hoping like yeah I'm hoping I'm pretty optimistic about you know upcoming movies like you said and yeah I'm hoping that the failures of the DC universe is a lesson and hopefully it gets better from here I'm still very optimistic I have fat cousins of mine to come up to me like they're all Marvel fans and they're like you know why do you like DC someone like, it's so dark it's it's confusing you know I'm like it's, it's these are the characters I grew up with and I you know the I think the greatest graphics engine is your mind your imagination when you mm-hmm. read things and I think it's it's built up a lot of like what the characters could be yeah and I'm just hoping that somehow. There's someone out there who could just capture that <laughs> and just put it on film. Like, as you said, like your cousins who
0: come say, "Why are you like this?" It's like, uh, you should ask. Like, did you know who Captain America was before you saw the films? No, you didn't. Mm. But you people like Captain America now because like he me. was done right, right? They yeah, they, yeah. they did his character right. I did, I like. all no, honestly, I did not know who Iron Man was when I watched the 2008 Iron Man, like the first R.E.J. movie. I oh. did not know who Iron Man was. I watched that movie and I was like, whoa, like, what is this? Then I went and looked up, like, because we, as Alex you said, I also grew up in DC. I grew up watching the Batman animated series, the Superman animated series. Then I grew up watching Justice League. You know, that's how oh. I know these guys. These guys were my only superheroes. They were my only superheroes until Marvel came and they made their movies, and they made their movies good, and then they made their fans from there. Like, I'm, I assure you, 80% of mm-hmm. the people who go watch these movies did not know who these Marvel heroes were. No, if, mm-hmm. Now you can take their names, somehow in a room of 10 people, six people know their names. They definitely mm-hmm. know their names. And same thing you said, like for, Je- for Justice League, Batman, Superman, you don't even have to, like you don't have to give them a movie. To like show who these people are, because a lot of people grew up with Batman. Mm Batman is the one of the is probably the most popular superhero. Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, like they just need to be done right, and once they are done right, they can be just as big as Marvel or even bigger, Mm -hmm. you know. So, so like I was hoping for the same thing too, but you know the the failure was just uh, Warner Brothers trying to catch up. They rushed these movies out. They did not have a clear plan, and now uh, it fell apart. So, yeah. So let's uh, let's hope something actually good can rise up from the ashes. They learn from their mistakes, because if you make some th- make the first thing really bad, and you if you make the something as uh, the second thing good, it's gonna seem very good. <laughs> so yeah. it's all a, <laughs> you can go like only. You know, yeah, you can only go. You up, can only go up. Uh, you can only go up. So. So like yeah, if if DC if DC hits that Flash movie, they do the soft reboot thing that that's been rumored. I'm not saying that actually mm-hmm. doing it, it's just been rumored. And if they do the thing, like you know, the sky's the limit. So yeah, you know, good like DC. Hope you make billions of dollars <laughs> from your fans. <laughs> well, thank you, Alex, so much for joining me. Um, I'm sure we could talk for two more hours if you wanted to. And <laughs> you gotta kind of keep the episode uh, concise and. Let, let the people get bored uh, again. Like yeah, thank uh-huh. you for joining me. Hope you enjoyed being on the show as well. Hope I get you back for another episode. Uh, hopefully yeah. with the Renee and Chris. Hopefully they join us for the next one. Uh, no yeah. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. uh, thank you for the view for the viewers who've been watching again. You know if you liked what you saw and you want to see more, please like uh, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, gonna be doing more of these shows. You know news are coming out uh every week now i think movies need to come out and studios are feeling the pressure financial pressure and mm-hmm. a, a lot of uh, theaters around the world are actually opening uh tenet tenet opened uh globally it's not open like all over america's selected cinemas but outside of the u.s it has opened and i think they made like 100 million dollars globally from their first weekend which is like kind of huge <laughs> in this climate right yeah so, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i think uh I think movies now are just going to be slowly coming out Uh, slowly, but surely they will come out Mm -hmm. and more stuff to talk about things we love. So yeah. uh, Thank you for joining us. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. And goodbye.